Welcome to Nerdy Geeky Freaky, the podcast for all you nerds, geeks, and freaks. This is episode 29, the podcast that goes bump in the night. The third annual Halloween episode, y'all! Woo! I am William Jerk. And I am Mike. Yes. (laughs) And he is Adrian. And I'm Adrian. (laughs) Welcome to our third annual Halloween special. Boo! Character that <laughs> like out of nowhere, I was like, "That was perfect." The third. <laughs> like, You're right, welcome. Man. I had to break the character. I had to. No, I, I, I thought had to you were gonna it. do it, like a voice into your own name. That's what I was. I was waiting to do mine, and I was like, "Oh." And like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do this one. I'm gonna do this one. Oh, Mike fucked it up. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Good. Moment's good. Yeah. <laughs> moment's moment, gone. It was funnier that way. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, yeah, it's the third annual Halloween episode, and we will be doing a Halloween-centric movie review, even though it's a it's one of those Halloween Christmas movie things, mm. but we'll talk about it when we get to the review Not first. I piss on your charcoal here, but did you guys do the first one? I already know the second one. Yeah. yeah we did the first one. Let's did it make it? I don't know if you guys did. I have to look at the Lost episodes. Ah, the Lost episodes. I was talking oh, about... because that's, that's the one we did video, yeah. and we and I never uploaded the audio. So this one technically is the second one. Then. Yeah. This is the second one that's going to be the second one you'll hear, but the third one in Three years going, second episode in. Because four you guys had some, actually. Four? It's, well, it's because it's, it's you guys had some hiatus. No, it's three. It's three. No, it's because look, we had that little experimental phase when we tried mm-hmm. to do video, and I, wasn't I was part horrible of this. at editing. I think that's the one that actually Hammond recorded for us. I think so. Yeah, yeah. And he had, yeah, and he voice. gave me, he gave me a thumb thumb drive that had the that has the video on it, but I can never up, open it uh-huh. because I don't have, the, I didn't have the editing yeah. software. So I'm like, oh well. This was during sucks. a time before my sultry voice came out. The long, long ago, the time before time, when I was back a woman when, back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> back when, when we my had, voice was a little bit higher. We all worked together, to, actually. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, before we get off topic, because we already are, uh, let's it's start off two with minutes. yeah, <laughs> two minutes in, we're already off topic. <laughs> That's a new record for us. Um, let's start off with nerdy news headlines. Really? Number five, we have Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. That's coming out for uh, in the late November for the, huh? I was like, he's trying to find it. I always thought we turned it. Okay. Third or third or five? No, I'm no, sorry. No, that's so boring. No, I'm sorry. Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. Well, for DS. Curious. What is this? It's Animal Wait, Crossing. So, DS no, sorry. It's not for the DS. Handheld? Oh, no, it's for your iPhones and for Android. It's coming out in late November. What and does it entail? How do you, like, how do you guys... No, both these guys do not know what Animal Crossing is. It's no, close mine. I know of it, but I don't know it. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I had uh, I started on the, the GameCube. That was great. Animal Crossing. And... Uh, they had another one on DS, which is all right, and then I had New Leaf on the 3DS. I played that for a year straight. Basically, you're a person who moves into a town, and a raccoon basically gives you a job, and you work off to fix up your apartment. You make friends or neighbors. They come and go. You find stuff. You get stung by bees. It's a great game. Basically, you're in a little town. It's like an animal version of Sims. Basically, yeah, but without the dying, and you can't take a, a lighter out of the pool and kill someone. <laughs> but yeah, it's really cutesy. Like it's and the anim- the music's good. Cutesy. It is really cutesy. It's a, not as addicting as maybe uh, Harvest Moon or Stardew Meadows, but like it's a good game. Whatever, it's not for you guys. No, I, I think it's one of those games where it's um, the non-avid player would look at it and be like, "It's what you do like for hours at a time." You're like, "Look, it's it's like the same thing if you see someone playing Candy Crush over and over again." You're like. You play the same thing over and over again. It's the same concept. It's like one of those uh, 
you build your society type thing. Basically, yeah, it's one of those games that gives you uh like you impulses in your head yeah, that keep going. Like, I manage. I am God in this game. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I decide whether you live or die. So it's gonna be a perfect. Still remember Pocket God? Remember Pocket yeah. God? Yeah. That was such. What's Pocket God? It's where oh. you can like destroy your own. So, anyways, but yeah. Uh, uh, but Animal Crossing's coming out in the uh, iPhone and uh, Android late November. I'm sure I'm going to download just, it. That title sounds like something you read in like literature class. You know, it's one of those like... Animal Crossing. Uh, what, is, what, is, what is that one book called? Uh, Animal Funny Farm? Uh, Animal Farm? Animal House? Or, I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. But anyways. Uh, Almost it. Get it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it's going to be an addicting game. I just hope that it's not like the Mario game where it like gave you four levels and it's like, oh, it's free. Now you got to pay. But, oh, freemium, you mean? Huh? The freemium games? Yeah. So Nintendo's actually, I don't know. When they're not pissing me off, they're giving me stuff in other concepts, which on their um, iPhone. So I'm hoping that turns out to be good. It looks good. There's only one clip. It came out two days ago. So it looks good. I want to see how it's going. I like Animal Crossing. Let's go. So number four, we have uh, Hellboy on Injustice 2. And it looks good. It's not like... It looks like, um, do you guys ever play Injustice? Does he have the little antler legs? Or you know what? Legs? It looks like he's from the movie, at least in the picture. It was a cross between uh, Ron Perman and uh, the no. comic one. He, I think he had people legs, but he was more um, not like, uh, not like a, I don't know, what do you say? Not like Ron Perman-like. He was a brick shit house, but he was more like scrunny-ish. But he had like he, it was a weird weird combination, but it was good. It was a different voice actor, and his specials were pretty cool. I like I watching stuff on Injustice. It's pretty cool. You guys ever played? I played the first one. Oh, I yeah. haven't played the second one yet. I'm just waiting for it to be a little cheaper on this because I don't. I I love fighting games, but I get them when they're like dirt cheap after they've been out for a while. Yeah, it looked cool. I like when because Swamp Thing came out. Online fighting games, it's too hectic. And I, I love to have people over. It's, it's the same concept. Oh, thank you. Yes. I, I like to have people over and, and play like that. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's just a lot more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So I don't see the point of buying you know, a $60 fighting game when I can just wait and get it <laughs> for like 20 bucks. The only yeah. game fighting game that I'm probably going to buy really quick because my brother is the Dragon Ball one that's coming out. It's made by the same people that did Metal Gear. Or Metal Gear. No way, really? Guilty Gear. So, yeah. I think I showed you the video when you guys came over for Comic-Con and stuff like that. Remember? Or no, I showed you, Mike, because you showed up first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I played Injustice. It looks pretty... Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I like how... He looks like, yeah, the cross between the animated, actually, movies. Yeah. Yeah, he does have, he does have the scrawny legs. Yeah. He does? Yeah. His, like, people legs? No, they're... He has goat uh, legs in... um. Boots, but they're like... Oh, yeah, no, nah, he's got the actual little hoof legs, but they're like... Oh, okay, so... But they're really narrow all the way to black. Instead okay, of, yeah, so it's... Instead of being really big, fat... They look like legs, Johnny the Homicidal in Maniac boots. Look at horse legs. Okay, cool. That's how I like my Hellboy, with horse legs. So, yeah, it looks good. I want to play more Injustice. Whenever prices go down, of course. Good story. <laughs> so, next three, we have uh, Shazam. Oh, yeah. Zach- Zachary Levi has been cast as Shazam. I've- can you show me a picture real quick? Yeah, I want to see who Zachary version. Levi is, too. Oh, wait, this is a YouTube. I was going to say, can you superimpose a picture on there, please? I'm getting too used to watching some of the shows I watch. Right. <laughs> so. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, Zachary Levi is of, of Chuck fame. If anybody remembers that show that came out a few, like, few early, to, like, mid-2000s, I think. I'm okay, because I saw something on Chuck. I'm like, uh, who the yeah, hell is that? Chuck. It was like a 
Super Spy and everything yeah, like that. I never really watched this show. I, I caught some episodes later, like after the series had been done and over with. Yeah, a lot of people are already saying online, like, oh, he better beef up. But, like, he he's played nerds, but he's actually not super, like, your typical nerd. I mean, like, a lot of people well, have I, said... I think people and, are, are getting a little nervous because they want him to be built up only because, you know, Dwayne Johnson's going to... Is he still? Is he still? Rock's in a movie every two months, well, so I can't imagine saying, he won't miss if that. If he does play Black Adam and how he is right now, he's a big hulking guy. So, I mean, Shazam, you know, they kind of look almost similar. Well, there's the different variations of Shazam, but yeah. current Shazam isn't like the super buff guy. He's like well, a I'm not saying he has to be medium you know, build guy. Like I'm just saying, yeah. you know, he's got to at least... In the comic? A part of... Yeah, in the comic. The current run of Shazam. Huh. And the... The DC reboot, uh, he's he has like a hood and everything like that. Like that is yeah, he, he still looks the same. He just has the hood. But he but he's not like super buff like he was in the in. Well, if you're referring to like classic, classic. Yeah, he's classic, not, classic. He's, yeah, well, they they all look like walking fridges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the new, you know, it's the new art style. It's like back, like you said, back in the day, they were walking fridges. Now it's like. They're just peak of human physicality. Well, which like is I said, though, if, if, if it's a guy that takes it serious, he could he could pack on a little extra extra weight. These guys, when they get these roles, can always put on like but at it's, least twenty pounds of yeah, muscle. It's the DC uh, workout regime. It's like mm-hmm. add twenty pounds of muscle to the whatever how many like five pounds of muscle you had before. Plus, you got to account for how they design the actual outfit for them. They could add extra. To, I mean, look at Ben Affleck's Batman. I mean, he obviously wasn't that big, but mm-hmm. they made him. You know. Plus, they're dealing in, in yeah. the, the two characters, Shazam and Black Adam, are dealing in, in terms of magic. Mm-hmm. So, magic doesn't really account for physicality. I see a, a CGI yeah, body. Yeah, it's true. You know? mm-hmm. A CGI body? Mm-hmm. Oh, but I wonder if... I think I, think I read somewhere that they are going to do the Billy Batson thing, where it's a, he's, a, he's a kid first, and he gets the power of Shazam. Is, yeah, how do you do not fan without... casting already with the... the because there's different forms of Billy Batson, but I always liked when he was, what, like, at least 12? Yeah, 12 13, or 13, 12 something or 13. like that. He's yeah. really young. They already fan casting the kid who played, uh, one of the kids from It. They want him to be, uh, the one who played, uh, oh, what was his name? Eddie. Eddie, the hypochondriac. Uh, is People... he from, oh, wait, no, never mind. Yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, maybe. Yeah, he, he, he looks kind of like Zachary Levi, so... It it would actually be kind of cool to see him play the Billy Batson character. I mean, I, I, I still haven't seen it, but just seeing from the trailer and stuff, both of those kids can act pretty good. So I'm assuming as long as he can carry a movie, because you know they're gonna have to show him quite a bit. Though, but too. honestly, what I really like about this casting though is that because Shazam's a kid, and he get, he when he calls upon the power of Shazam, he's still a kid's mind in a full fully grown body. Yeah, I thought like, uh, Zachary Young Levi's, Justice played that so well. Uh, I Zachary that Levi is the perfect choice because he's very comedic. He has mm-hmm. very good comedic chops and he can play that kind of like... Yeah, it's a kid yeah. in a grown-ass body. <laughs> yeah, basically. He plays, uh, that's basically what Chuck was. He was a kid in a grown-ass body. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah you know, it should, it should be good. Yeah. Yeah. I never watched Chuck. You never watched Chuck? You gotta watch it. It's on Netflix, I think. Is it? Oh, okay. But he's a, he's an immature he was an immature guy he was basically like a, a super nerd. Think of it, you unlocking yeah. all of a sudden this potential and you're like John Wick all of a sudden. Oh yeah. man, I would rule this planet. Be, but still you. Though. Be all jerky. Mm-hmm. Why hitting yourself? Why hitting yourself? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just so. getting headshots like nothing. <laughs> really? Saying stupid quips. <laughs> I'm excited for this. I might watch it now. Though. All right. <laughs> Is that for <laughs> so Number two, we have the Deathstroke movie has been greenlit, which 
I gotta see because I guess I fan uh, fan footage, the old Batman stuff that like everyone's like Batman's gonna fight Deathstroke. This looks amazing. They're like ah, we're actually gonna reshoot everything. <laughs> no, they 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 scrapped the uh, the Ben Affleck script and uh, they rewrite just to spite him. I bet. I mean, that's what every director does when they come onto a new project. They, they, if they, if they, they're early enough in production, pre-production, they usually let them. Uh, they usually let them. Uh, what you call it? Like rewrite it? Like touch yeah, up? Rewrite the script or start. Yeah, but don't get rid of a character that built up the movie that everyone wanted to see. Everyone wants the Deathstroke. They don't want to see him die in like thirty minutes in the Arrow show. My feeling is. My feeling is. He's alive in Arrow. Really? I thought they killed him off. No, that wasn't Deathstroke. That was... It just... They... I can't go into it. It's too long. Uh, it's a rant. Anyway. 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 Uh, my guess is... This is my thinking why they greenlit the movie and why Joe Maganiello is still going to play Deathstroke Slade Wilson. Is they promised him the role in... Uh, I mean, he did that test footage. I think it was him in that test footage suit. I don't think it was... Uh, just a stunt double. I think they literally did the costume screen test with him in it, and he was gonna originally have a cameo in Justice League, but they probably cut the cameo, and they're like, oh, well, but we're gonna do the Batman movie, and you're gonna be the main villain. Uh, and then he's like, all right, cool. And then this whole <laughs> drama with Ben Affleck happened. Matt uh, Reese came on, and he's like, I don't really know if I want to go with this route. I want to do, uh, I want to do a noir. So I don't want to do like I don't want to do like a which I actually like because I want I want a Batman noir movie I don't want to yeah. I don't want just another Batman. I, I, I kind of say though I, I I like hearing whenever something gets gets greenlit but I'm never I never plant my feet on it until I see like them working on it. I agree. And start shooting stuff because Ed, they greenlight stuff so many times and then it's just like oh yeah with all that DC uh, stuff and Marvel you know, like, movies we're gonna scrap it and I'm like well. I mean, this you saw that happen in Humans. It was originally supposed to come out this uh, next year, I think, but then they scrapped it from the movie and they turned it into that crappy TV show. But anyway, back to Deathstroke. So they they cut him from the movie, from the Batman script, probably, and they're like, but because he was probably already contracted for the movie and they didn't want to lose Joe Meganiello because he's really interested in the character. I mean, he. I read, or I read somewhere that when he got cast as Deathstroke, he literally bought like almost every single Deathstroke comic he could nice. get his hands on it to do the research, and he fell in love with the character. And he's a physical guy. Too. Same thing happened to Ryan Reynolds, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they probably said, "Okay, look, we're not going to put you in the Batman movie, but there may be a potential for a, a your own Deathstroke movie down the line." And now they're in talks with the Raid and Raid Two director Gareth Evans. To direct the movie, DC which is, I'm excited about. DC is such a have, mess, man. Have you seen the raid though? Have you seen the raid or the raid two? Mm -hmm. That guy knows how to film action, and if yeah, he gets but his, you can't just carry a movie on just action alone. No, 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 you, you can't. always but, get people coming out the water bitching about it. What that, that's the good thing about the raid movies. They're not they're not just action movies. They also have a good story and a good and great characters that you can actually invest in, even though it's a foreign movie and you have to great read the subtitles. Great characters, but anyone that says anything usually goes, they didn't really need a second one, but they followed up with just more action stuff, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're an action fan, you're going to love them. But if you're a person that's just coming in, you're really only going to hit a certain amount of people with movies like that. So far, he's, uh, I think he's two in one. I think his, uh, the third movie he did with the... Uh, 
the guys from the raid didn't hit as well as the raid one and raid two. He did a little. He did a, the a first movie with them that it wasn't really on anyone's radar. It was like a little cheap, like I think it was just like a concept proof of concept film, like something they could prove that they could do and get a decent budget with. I mean, the only reason he went to Indonesia in the first place was because he like, he couldn't make the movies he wanted to make in his hometown of Bre of England. So he's like, why? Well, I'm gonna move to Indonesia. Yeah, it's I'm cheap film, film some, there, yeah. I'm gonna film some action movies with these awesome uh, martial artists I've I'm, I met, and they do all, they do all the stunt coordination. No doubt he's gonna bring them in to do the stunt coordination in in a Deathstroke movie. So you can guarantee that the action is gonna be good. Now all they need to do is get a good writer to write the story that's gonna who would he fight the action? Huh? Who would he fight? That's a good question. Because DC's kind of like dumbing down on uh, origins a bit. Basically, just mm -hmm. it was like five minutes explain what it is, and the rest we want to have the rest of the story to continue. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't know who Deathstroke is. I don't know. I mean, he, could... oh, he came first before a lot of characters. It's just to me, Deathstroke, the Terminator. Just, when they want to make movies about people like this, it's kind of like they tried that for a while, where they were just making movies about characters, and it never landed right. At least in the early stages of Marvel and stuff like that. And I'm just saying, not just. I know it's DC, but I'm just saying, even DC in the early stages, you know, it's really hard. Like, although it's a fan favorite to make a a movie about one person. I mean, they got lucky with Deadpool because, you know, around this time, it was the perfect time to make it because it was universally liked. People liked the idea. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he's at the height of being famous. Just, but at the same time, you know, if that was made a few years prior... Or maybe even a little later, it might not work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a perfect time. It was it was just a really good time because they were coming out with a lot of movies. A lot of movies were winding down already. The X Men franchise is coming to an end and re like rebooting. Uh, and it's February, man. There's nothing Marvel going on in February. Was coming out with a lot of heavy hitters because when Marvel first started off, you know, you could look at characters like Daredevil, Elektra, um, Ghost Rider. You know, all these movies on one-off characters where you're like, cool, but they weren't good. Yeah. So I I just have that same idea that. They, the DC has well, these characters to work with, but can they... Arrow actually helped revitalize the character of, of Deathstroke uh, during Season 2 with Manu Bennett playing Deathstroke. Like, he's already, like, fans of, of DC and DC TV well, know, know the character now, and he's kind of... like it's, it's, the, it's the same thing he said for when they started doing DC, uh, the reaction type mm, thing. Reactionary, where, yeah. Where it's like, people are like, oh, they love this on Arrow. He needs a movie. This one really, I don't think, <laughs> I wouldn't consider this one reactionary because no, no but one's been not asking by directors, for directors, but by fans. Fans yeah. started liking it. Yes. They're like, he should have his own movie. And you're like, he's a really good character, but I think he still needs the other half of the coin. That's, what, that's why I say, though, that I, I think this was, I think this is more than a, a reactionary thing to fans. I think this is more like they screwed Joe Manganiello over twice already with his, like he, they cut his part out of Justice League and they cut him out of the Batman movie. They're like, we need, we need to make it up to this guy. Like, we can't just, we can't lose like a good asset like him. And like, but, and yeah. they saw potential in a movie. Like I'm, I bet you anything. Gareth Evans came, came, uh, emailed or however got in touch with his agents or them pitched the idea. Like, I want to make a Deathstroke movie. You guys and make it. You guys have a death, the Deathstroke character. You've already gotten fans excited for him. I think we can make this movie. 
don't know. I say it just falls in the realm of uh, unless they can all get on the same page, it's never gonna happen. At least in my personal opinion. Yeah, but this does go in another in a long list of already announced DC movies. So yeah, like, announced and then, and then taken off. Yeah, Gotham City Sirens is like it's gone. Win somewhere. Uh, oh well. Anyways, we got news going for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's, number let's one. We got the new Star Wars trailer, awesome. which looks 20 great. Minutes, great. Start the clock now. Twenty minutes. It's gonna be another rant. Yeah, I'll lap it right now. <laughs> What's uh, I? Why do? How do you guys feel about all the red? I love it, man. Oh, like like how it started off with the intro with the. Whole like thing. even all over the cover. It's no, like. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I liked it. I thought the, just trailer wise, I thought how they did the whole cinematic look and everything was great. And then like whenever it was on Ray, it was you know light. Whenever it was on Kylo, it was red and black mm -hmm. and a lot of dark colors. Um, I really like that. I it's it got me pumped to watch the thing and it made me actually start liking getting or not, I was gonna say liking the characters. I already like the characters, but getting really excited for it. So, you know. Uh I obviously didn't get my tickets ahead of time, so uh, it's just like it's gonna I'm, I'm not exactly uh, on board to I'm not gonna be in a rush to go jump right in because I waited last time I got in day of, so I'm not too worried about tickets. Exactly. That's what I want to wait for, too. Like, if it happens, it happens. Like, I've, it's going to be in theaters for a long time. If I go a couple of days later, it's not going to kill me. I'll just tell people, like, last year, don't well, say anything. Well, the, the thing, though, is that when, if we're going to go to, if we go to the regular theater, right. we don't have to worry about anything because, um... Well, they still but, do the. Yeah, the uh, the reason why I think you were you were, you guys got so lucky the last time we got to go day of is because that theater, Lagintha Theater, had just opened up in November. I so, to oh, you didn't go to Lagintha? I went to the river. Oh yeah, you don't have to worry then. When oh, when it's res <laughs> oh, I mean, oh no, but when, when you did, Wars, yeah, you didn't. It was reserved seating. Now it's reserved seating. No, it was reserved seating. It just there weren't. It wasn't completely filled. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it just depends on... Because you got to remember, it's the Valley, too. I mean, you got a lot of fans and stuff, and they're all going to go to the same ones. I think the La Quinta one, it's going to be really hard to get into. It, so, well, last time I checked, I checked uh, last week, I think, maybe on Friday. Uh, well, by the way, was, anyone that's not here, La Quinta is in the area that we live in. We live in the Coachella Valley. <laughs> yeah. I think most people listen to us from the Coachella. Oh, Hopefully yeah. we picked up some people yeah. from out of town. Hey, New Zealanders, we love you. Fest happens. Yeah. We like Star Wars. Anyway, yeah, uh, I, I love the trailer. I love the pacing yeah. of it. Um, I like the way Kylo Ren looks. Because, you know, and I like... I just, I love the whole yeah, the Scar looks pretty cool. Um, you guys saw the AT-ATs? Yeah. With yeah. the hands? What do you think of the different? The little uh, part when he just smashes the helmet? Like, are you upset that you're not going to get him in the helmet anymore? No, no, no. Actually, you know what? When he took the helmet off in the first one, I was like, I wasn't expecting what he looked like, to be honest. I was thinking we were going to get some other actor. So when I saw him, I was like... I've never seen this guy before, and then uh, seeing how he is now, I'm, I'm I'm actually used to seeing him without the helmet. Now. Yeah, he's got that um, permanent you know, face my, now. One of, one of my favorite parts actually is he's a lot like his what's well, grandfather and his uncle, I guess, mm -hmm. and his father. He's a really good pilot. Like that whole. He has any how he's spinning the, the freaking the, like all the ships. I mean, he obviously has tie fighters with them, but he's like doing the spin attack and just attacking the ship, like mm -hmm. just wrecking all the ships. I thought that was pretty cool. It literally is in his blood to be a good pilot, so. Yeah, they did show a lot. They answered a few questions in this new trailer, uh, like uh, General uh, Emperor Snook. He's not this Snook. Snook. Snooky? Snook. What is it? Snoke. Snoke, thank you. Um, he's not like 20 feet tall like we all like Emperor I thought he would Snook. be because his uh, his hologram. 
He is actual like he's actually like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he has skin color. Yeah, he's like. He actually has some color in those cheeks. Yeah. He's not. He's not pale and white like I thought he was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he doesn't look like the emperor. Yeah, exactly. Like the old tea bag. And I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, he actually has some skin tone to him. And he actually had some like colorful clothes on. Yeah, and his eyes aren't red. That's the whole thing. He's not like, it's but they. Like orange. That's why it was quick, but when he saw his face, I was like, "That's why there's still debate. Like, is he a Sith Lord, or is he just is he beyond Sith and Jedi? Is he just so enamored in the Force that he in the dark side of the Force that he's n- he's nothing. He's neither Jedi nor nor Sith. Yeah, no. I don't know if he really yeah. because they dealt on the whole dark side aspect. Because if it was just nothing, he would just say. Well, that, even uh, Kylo Ren doesn't have red eyes and stuff in this one. But they even talked about. I saw this one uh, theory that like he is. Like using the force to heal himself, mm. that they actually the emperor knew about him from the uh, way beyond the outer rim of space of uh, old Sith um, settlements and stuff. Mm. That they actually found him, and he actually came around right after the emperor died, and he uh, joined. Um, the, I wonder how old he is. He's probably super. I heard he's super super of, agent. Because yeah, I was gonna say because a couple of species are people that live a long ass time. In. Yoda. Yeah, but I think that's why he, he used the force. That he's curious, slightly getting hit. If he's jacked up, what if he's um? I know this is a spitballing. What if he's not Plagueis, but kind of a member of that whole thing? You know. Yeah, he could have been. Yeah, or he could be him, just a different name. Because remember, he said he killed him, but this guy was powerful enough to keep himself alive. Well, no one ever. I uh, mean, people have mentioned Plagueis before, and they've kind of discounted that rumor already, but. Nobody's thought about. I I just thought about this right now because I read Plagueis novel, which is not canon, not canon, but yeah. it's still but it would be can pull from yeah, stuff and yeah they could still pull make from up, it. Make up a character. Uh, Plagueis actually kills his master in the at the in the first chapter of the book, and the way he does it is he crushes him with with the uh, with rocks with the force because they're they're trapped. They're trying to escape this planet that's uh, exploding, and uh, he. Sees the opportunity to kill his master because that's what Sith do. That's, that's right. Do they kill their masters? That's no how they, sign of weakness. That's how they become the master. Uh, he saw his opportunity to kill his master and he did it by crushing him with rocks. It could explain the scars why he looks like he's been smashed to hell. And in the in the book, they explain that the species that uh, that Snow that not Snoke that Plagueis's master is. Uh, Oh, I know. It's small. I remember but the book. Still, that, like I said, they can cherry pick. I seen though the one who was Snook's master. He looks like one of the, the band members from the Cantina. But I was thinking like the the one I was talking about that it could make some more sense that when the Emperor or whoever did find him, he was just a shriveled up mummy, but still clinging to life through the Force. Mm-hmm. So throughout the thing, he's uh, siphoning um, Force energy. That's why he wants to find Luke. Because if he gets Luke, he'll have enough to revealed himself 100% and he won't look like all screwed up anymore. He'll be at full power. That'd be interesting if that's the case. But, Disney. Again, you gotta make for kids. It's for kids. Yeah. Narrow what, down. What if he's like... I just the, thought the trailer was awesome. That trailer is like, awesome. What if he's like the very first Sith? He'd yeah, have to be balls idea. old. Yeah. And that would explain why he he would say like, I've seen I've seen it all. Like, he's seen what... Yeah, but... He's seen the rule of Sith. He's actually, but it's These movies still, like to try to tie in because no one's gonna know anything that far back. I actually think uh, unless they start introducing uh, story. And this is what they. This is where people were complaining about the, the choice of of uh, uh, what's his name of uh, J.J. Abrams as the 
as the, the director for episode nine is because they said he's good at setup but not payoff. Like they think. Oh god, yeah, when, especially when in the they, first one. When they wrote in the character, when they wrote the character of Snoke, like it was just a cool character that they thought of. They didn't really think to time anything until afterwards when the movie came out. People started throwing all these theories out, like, "Oh, Snoke is plague. Snoke is plague. Snoke is." Oh no, but maybe Snoke is the is the Emperor, you know, brought back to life. You know, that's why he's all scarred. Like they're they're trying to figure it out and they're like, dude, he's just Snoke. And that's why they're like that's why they started backing up a little bit. They started saying, like, well, Snoke is from the outer rim, like the very outer rim where like nobody knows you're gonna find out why Snoke is so powerful and why he wasn't in the original trilogy from the beginning. Or the prequel trilogy. Like like how is this so this ultimate powerful Dark Force, Dark Side of the Force user, not actually like. Why wouldn't the Emperor go after him? Like, why wouldn't the, he, the Emperor? That's see my theory. Is that he would go? Well, actually, I was gonna say. Then again, we haven't exactly seen the extent of his power yet. I mean, they show a little tidbit in the trailer with Ray oh. Yeah, he's kind of like. Saying, like, I haven't seen anything yet because he was just a hologram of the other. Uh-huh. It's not like he was there, like picking people up, mm-hmm. throwing them across the room. So you can't really judge a person's power. You can say he's powerful, but that's. Saying. Yeah, because he's like me. I never got to meet Darth Vader. Because he didn't I train. Was, uh, who was, exactly. Who was the Sith in the Old Republic that uh, started the the Sith army? The Sith army. Yeah, there was a Sith army in the in, Swiss army. in the Old Republic. Then, oh wait, no, you played the the Knights of the Old Republic, not the new Old Republic game, right? I played one and two. Uh, three was on PC. Three was on. I think three was when they introduced the Sith Empire and the army. The Sith the Empire. The Sith army. Not, it wasn't Master. Yeah, but I... It wasn't Jesus. Rule of Two. Oh, you mean started the Rule of Two? No, I know who started the Rule of Two. The Rule of Two was started by Darth... Trailer. Uh, Bane. Darth Bane. Darth Bane's a bitch. Yeah, he started the Rule of Two because of the Sith Empire constantly infighting. And because they were winning, and they started like, oh, let's kill each other, and then they... Messed each other. That's why I like Dark Crate. He's like, fuck it, kill it all. If you're not powerful enough to control all these Siths and be a Sith Lord, then you don't deserve it. Yeah. Boom, right there. But no, anyway, though, but that's why I'm thinking that maybe Snoke is like from the original Sith line because he's, Nerd. he's, going, against, <laughs> he's going against the rule of two by recruiting not only Kylo, but having Kylo lead the Knights of Ren, which are all... They're not... I'm that. Su- assuming... No, they all have blasters. Users. No, they all have blasters and stuff. That's true. So how about that trailer? That trailer's cool, I dude. I this was going to be a I like how um, Luke, Luke talks about how... talking about Snoke. I just said he... I said he had color. Well, I like the part where um, Luke talks about he's actually uh, afraid of... Uh, of Ray. Ray's power. Yeah. Well, just the power alone, yeah. Because he said... God, I really hope they talk about her because they keep all this stuff, man. I want to know who her father is. Well, my thing isn't just about just her. It's the fact that he said that he's seen that raw power, which means it's got to be Kylo. Kylo's yeah. One, Ray is another. So what ties them together? Why are they both so powerful? Exactly. Like, well, huh. you know, like Kylo's so powerful. Not... He's from the he's from the Skywalker no, no, lineage. I, I get yeah. that, but why are they both so? powerful? Yeah, and her, like, why? Even the whole three buns thing so, points it in my face that she's a Skywalker. trying to say that they're all tied together some family-wise. I mean, that's the only thing you could think of. Then sure, I'll be like that. I'll be like, well, if they're both Skywalkers. But, you know. True. <laughs> God, I don't know. It sounds good. Oh, man, these movies are so, but, like... Uh, you know, it looks good, and I like the fact that they added a 
some more of Poe and Finn in there. Yeah. Uh, Finn survived. I didn't get his back slashed by a lightsaber, mate. It's the future. Luke Long Luke time ago. Luke Luke. Had a hand that looked real, although he let it go. To, <laughs> yeah, he didn't really good, take good care of yeah, it, did he? He's really bad at maintenance, I guess. Yeah. How do you like, like the puffins on the island? Yeah, the little things that, um, the little penguin thingies. They're making toys out of them all over the place. You haven't seen it? It was on the trailer. You're talking about the one that's in the ship with the yeah. Well, you said uh, puffins, like, plural. I thought you meant, like, oh, there's, was there, there a shot with a bunch of them? I yeah, there, there's a bunch of them. Oh, and he, I, I he eats them. I, I'm, I'm assuming that's the aspect for the kid, really. Yeah. And for selling, obviously, a crap load of those things, just like the BBA. Yeah. And selling a bunch of those. I actually saw some hidden uh, clips that actually got leaked. There's actually, like, little, maybe, like, four-foot elephant people that actually uh, guard the island, and they kind of, like, maintain it. Yeah, they do. They look at They have a small trunk. Well, you know, it's, you know I'm, I'm going to wait. To, well, I agree with some people I listen to. That Two more months. I want to see another trailer. Yeah. Until the movie comes out. All right. I agree. Because I think it's it's done it enough justice. Where if they do one more, I think it's gonna not spoil, but just kind of like. I can't imagine the way they're firing uh, directors left and right. They want they want this stuff intact. They ain't gonna let anything out. So uh, I'm really excited to go watch it, and uh, it seems like the tone, at least from trailer wise, looks like it's gonna be a little bit, obviously more on the dark side. Yeah, so well, they gave that. The pun on that one, but you know, because um, the first one was very much like a new hope. Mm. We can all agree on that one. It was still really good. It was just very much like a new hope. And I feel like this one's going to be kind of like Empire, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I liked about Empire. It was a lot darker. Mm-hmm. So Empire is my favorite of the, so the I'm, franchise. I'm hoping that it goes that direction and kind of keeps that whole heavy tone type thing. You know. And there has been no reported problems with, with the production of Star Wars. There's been no extensive reshoots, no new director coming on to... Do, Wasn't do Ron Howard shoots. doing it now? Or? That's uh, Han Solo. Okay. So, no, this one. Yeah, the guy who did this one. They Ryan love Johnson. him. Yeah, yeah he's doing he a good job. Looper. I don't know. You st- I think you brought up Looper. Probably not. Anyway, he did Looper. It was, really, it was oh, a really good movie. discussions are kind of far apart, so <laughs> <laughs> I might have, but I don't <laughs> All right, well, that's the nerdy news <laughs> headlines. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, I can't wait for Star Wars. Star Wars. Two more months. I love getting one each year. This is great. Good time to be alive. So next we have our Halloween special movie review of <laughs> announcement. That's a Halloween special. <laughs> I have a speech impediment and an inner ear. We're gonna Gremlins originally called. Now are are we gonna watch this and do watch this? Are we going to watch this? Because of you now, like we did the Batman thing. No, we're just gonna talk oh, about. We're just gonna talk about. It. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while since I watched Gremlins. I'm just letting you guys know, so I'll be fuzzy on some things, and I'll trust you guys to. Well, you guys remember, like, who hasn't seen Gremlins at least five times? Yeah. Steven Spielberg. But it came out in like '84. Well, the whole thing was. Gremlins. Yeah, he doesn't finish any movies because that's his sure little trick. If, if anyone is listening, is born after like '90 or whatever, you might have not seen this. I guess. Gremlins. How do people not seen Gremlins? These millennials suck, man. You gotta remember. Older than <laughs> yeah, but it's gremlins. Y'all My are old. God. I'm 26. Y'all are 30s. That's still, 33. That's still pretty. Mm-hmm. It's like right behind us. It's only by like that's six true. years. Yeah. Yeah, but have you not? Years. Yeah, but you've seen gremlins many times. I've seen gremlins. Yeah. I've so seen I'm, gremlins. I'm, I'm, I'm talking times. about anyone that's born after like 90, whatever. 
Well, Grimm is a little monsters made out of Mogwais, you know, explain the origin about a guy who carelessly buys a toy for his kid and steals it from an Asian Chinese shop in Chinatown. Never feed him after midnight, never get him wet. See, we all watch Goonies, we know the rules. <laughs> I didn't say this, it's too constantly for dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. Hey, like, uh, It's the perfect example of why you don't go to a crazy... Tibetan shop and would that fall under a Christmas movie? Oh, it's a hardcore Christmas movie. Kind of like how like Die Hard is considered one of the greatest Christmas movies ever. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more of a like underhanded Christmas movie. God, uh, Gremlins is like it's in your face Christmas, man. Santa Claus, they play oh, Jingle like Bells and all that stuff. See, Gremlins is so Die Hard. Gremlins yeah. always got the music. Yeah, but you got to remind the bells people. Ringing in the background during the music. I thought that was great. Gremlins and Nightmare Before Christmas are the two movies that fall in that that happy medium of of. Halloween Christmas movies, where you can you can watch them on Halloween and you can watch them on Christmas. That's true. Because fire ruining it for more Halloween. So, more so, Gremlins for Christmas though, because yeah, just the fact that it's like a horror themed comedy movie. I was gonna get a lot worse Christmas. too. Oh, uh, you know what's funny is that first one. I mean, there was comedy in there, but it wasn't. It was eighties comedy. Yeah, comedy. It was actually supposed to be kind of like a mixture of the two, but it was more on the horror aspect. Yeah, like, like his mom got like, stabbed and stuff. Yeah, Remember the Gremlin? Like a, I don't want to say not. You know, it was it was like the phase of when Jason started coming into mm-hmm. the town, and you know, it was still scary, but you laughed at some parts. Yeah. You know, like, well, because they were cute too. I mean, the Gremlins. Oh, but God. Some, but some people died pretty horrible in that movie. Yeah, the wow, uh, the old neighbors didn't die. I thought they would, but uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Deagle died. They straight up murdered her. And a whole bunch of stuff where they're playing with the electrical systems on the lights. Yeah, they kill people that way. And yeah, it's just... Ah, oh, this little creatures. Running it's, amok yeah. in the city. And what a great movie. Yeah, I mean... Now they're eating people, too, at the end of the movie. It's one where you just really enjoy. You can just throw it on whenever, I think. I think there's some parts... I think it falls in the category where I could throw it on wherever, but I'll still jump through certain scenes. Like, if it's just dialogue. Well, that's when you actually, like, you know, play on your phone or do laundry now. But yeah, there are great scenes, like the kitchen scene where the mom, you first see the gremlin, it shows you the shadow. Because you know, like these giant, pussy, slimy eggs hatched. Yeah, and they start coming out, they're like... And that perfect, re- <laughs> and that perfect reveal of me meeting a gingerbread head. And the mom's freaking out. God, what an ugly mom. Um, <laughs> and then she stabs him with a knife. And then he puts one in the microwave. And this is the part That's they always... Like she blends one. This is stuff they took off uh, TV when they used to play it in the 90s. And yeah, she put it in the microwave and she put it in the blender. Yeah, or, or was it the garbage disposal? I don't remember. I just remember it was, it was green blood. <laughs> green was blood so and funny. legs. Oh, man. What's that? My favorite part is the favorite scene is when, is when uh, not his girlfriend at the time, but the girl that he likes is in a bar. St- oh, bar God, yeah. And she's like serving them drinks and stuff. <laughs> God, and all millions of, oh God, there's at least 50 robots. Are they puppets or they're animatronic puppets? It was a little bit of both, I think. I heard why they didn't make a third one is because the guys who did it was like, that was the worst and hardest job we've ever done because there's so many on screen. Oh, Gremlins 2, the new batch. Yeah, even that. Just in general. Yeah, just in general. They're like, forget this. You can't pay us enough. It's a lot of animatronic. Yeah, and they look great. God, before CGI. Man, Gremlins and the thing, that pinnacle of like real things in the room yeah what is it with modern what is it called not practical effects practical effects yes that jim Henson's what falls in my category is uh yeah. with what, what would probably be gremlins 
thing. Ninja Turtles? Yeah, it looked good. The, anime, the first one, at least. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. The first one. Uh, what else? Something else. I can't remember. Where Dinosaurs, the show that killed Jim Henson. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Gremlins. <laughs> <That's not> realistic. <laughs> <laughs> the Honeymooners ripoff. Gremlins is good. Um, you guys ever seen uh, Billy ever again? The actor? Who played Zach Galligan? I just looked him up. Uh no. No, I know we've seen Phoebe Gates. I know she's married to um freaking um Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein and do a vegan restaurant or something like that. She, I don't had know. The, she, she retired. From she acting. Had, it's I bet. It's because she had that uh, iconic scene. Uh, Fast time original. Yeah. Woo. Kind of daydreaming about her and stuff. Uh, Judge Reinhold. Mm-hmm. Is that why she retired? Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, she when they when she married uh. Kevin Klein, she retired from acting because she wanted to focus on raising her family with him, uh, with respect. She only came out of retirement in the early 2000s to do one movie. Oh, yeah, she was like, yeah, she aged gracefully, too. Mm-hmm. Lucky bastard that, that Kevin Klein. I mean, I already want to be Kevin Klein in general. Oh, he's awesome. He's amazing, but now I want to be Kevin, I want to be Kevin Klein even more now. You know? Mm-hmm. No, man, no, man. Yeah, what's his name is in there too. Uh, I love. It. I, every time I see him in an '80s movie, it's amazing. The neighbor, the one who says, uh, who kn- kind of knows about Gremlins, like the whole lore of him, like messing up machine parts and plane parts in World War Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mister, what's oh, I, Dinkle? Yeah. They all got stupid names, huh? Dinkle. <laughs> what's Billy's last name? Don't care. <laughs> Peltzer. Peltzer. They all stupid names. Do you guys notice uh, the dad was amazing though, with uh, making all kinds of. Um, he was an inventor, and everything didn't work. And he went to the inventors' convention, and all that stuff was in the background. They got the uh, the robot from um, Amazing Planet that looked like the one from Lost in Space. And uh, even Steven, Steven Spielberg actually makes an appearance in there when he's in the phone booth. It's a good movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, all kinds of funny stuff. Oh, so if you haven't seen Gremlins, unfortunately, not having watched it prior to this kind of. Yeah, you don't need to, man. Like I said, it's a good. You don't remember that? No, I'm saying it's hard to remember a lot of it because, like I said, last time I saw it was probably quite a few years ago. Christmas of a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, like I said, like fuzzy. If you if you haven't watched it in a while. I need to make a third one, but I doubt they will. It'll be CGI. Like a, like a remake type thing. I gotta hope not. I uh, I know that actor's starving. I, I think it's something that should just be left alone. Like Beetlejuice. Ah, sadly. Yeah, I know they, they were talking about it a couple a few years ago. Uh, uh, a couple years ago, actually, rebooting Gremlins. But the problem with that was the it came to the, to the argument you guys were talking about. Like, how far do we reboot it? Do we do CG Gremlins or do we practice or do we go half and half? Effects? I mean, they could do the uh, what's it called? The 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 Jurassic Park rule, but not many people do the Jurassic Park rule anymore because it's cheaper to just do oh close ups and real and um yeah, with practical Muppetry and then uh, yeah Jurassic Park killed it is, uh, CG, but that's because it was I mean it's still weird that that the CG holds up today and that was like over twenty years ago like that was like yeah twenty twenty four years ago Jurassic Park came out in ninety three and look the CG holds up but uh. You don't see that much anymore. Like I think even Jurassic World didn't do practical. They did. No, they did nothing. One scene practical close up, and that was with the the thing that was dying from the guys att- from the 
the whatever I forgot what it's called. Wait, which Jurassic Park? Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. The one that just came out. Oh, the new one? Yeah. They did one scene with. Oh, one that that the dinosaur that got like ripped to shreds and yeah. just wandered off. Yeah. They did that one was practical close up, but then everything else was CG. See, that's why Star Wars is bringing back. I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was JJ and Kathleen Kennedy. I'll let him do uh, Gremlins remake. I don't care. I want a new one. It's Christmas coming up, but it's a good movie. I suggest all you millennials watch it. There's two of them. Uh, probably watch the first one. Definitely watch the first one. Mm-hmm. You the second one's optional. Yeah, it's all right. But I gave Gremlins about seven out of ten rampaging tractors. Uh, oh, I don't know if I can rate it. I haven't seen it in so long. I don't know. I don't. What's that? I said seven. Seven flying miss whatever. Mrs. Deagles. Yeah. Seven flying Mrs. Deagles. Seven. Uh, I'll go six Mowgli. Mowgli's. Mogwise. Mogwise. Mowgli's is Jungle Book. My bad. Are you taking uh, it out one point because you haven't seen it? Yeah, I'm take. But I'm, I'm gonna keep it at a six till I see it again, and then it just after that. Uh, six Gizmos. Out Gizmos. Of, out of, God, and that music too. Out of ten stripes. Yeah. Good movie. So next we have our video game review. Video game? I'll go first. Um, Why don't you, you bastard? uh, Why don't I? So uh, I had the people do a vote on our Instagram page uh, between Dead Space 3 and... um, God, what was it? People actually vote for this? Yeah. We have fans, damn it. They listen. What was it? It You gotta let us know about the stuff too, man. (laughs) Well, it was the one movie I was reviewing. Of the game. It was either Demon's Crest on Super Nintendo or Dead Space 3 on 360. Which are both really good games. But uh, I got, I would think it was 63 um, Dead Space and Math on Demon's Crest. Obviously less. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dead Space 3. I love everything from Bioware. Uh, Mass Effect, Dragon Age... I think that's pretty much the only main console games I play right now. It's good. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> you're, you don't play any of those? You play Dragon Age, right? I play Dragon Age 3. Like, uh, I played portions of most of the games you talked about. Portions? I thought you beat 3. I did. I, I mean, killed all the dragons, too. I beat Inquisition. Yeah, I killed all the dragons, but I didn't get the reward afterwards. What? I don't know. Got a big... Fuck you. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Where's my trophy? <laughs> yeah, 200 hours later. I was like, I built up my characters, fought all the dragons, did everything I had to. Try again, loser. Well, Dead Space 3 is great. Uh, basically, it's a, it, they don't make games like this ever again, sadly, because they're all shooters now or you shoot zombies. This is a hardcore... Mike, you reviewed two. Oh, yeah. See, three... I still haven't played it because... From what I hear, three abandons what one and two what made one and two so fun for for a survival horror fan is it basically became just a shoot 'em up. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. It is basically if you go in a room and you see a shadow move, you're got you're ready, you're aiming, and your gun's your flashlight. Basically, that's the thing about the um, this Dead Space thing. It's it's very tense. Yeah, I played one, two, and three. Oh, oh and they're all great. Do you saw my two? Yes, I have to get it back to you. Okay. I can't remember how you get yeah. it back to me. Yeah, so three is great because even like on one and two, it mainly started on two. Two is great. I, uh, I'm about maybe about a fourth in on three right now. But 
when you go in a room and you see something coming at you, you have to dis like you can't just shoot in the head, you can't shoot in the chest. You have to knock off every arm piece because if you just knock off its torso, it's going to be clawing at you and coming. And that time that you're wasting trying to take it apart, there's two of them coming at you from the back. Mm -hmm. So you're going from each side, and eventually you get cornered, and it's great. They're coming out of the vents, coming out of ceilings, loud noises, and it's just they're this the necromorphs are so like disfigure a cross between um basically insects like uh predator insects and human beings mm -hmm. uh and so they're like you can't tell which is swinging at you and you got two behind you and one's latching on you it gives you a nice chance of um fighting them off in case you get overwhelmed but not to the point where it's going to hold your hand so you do die quite a bit and um the one problem about the base three is um I still find myself using the um, plasma cutter a lot from the first two, because I had it in the first two. It's the favorite one. That's the thing about, but it's good about the third game that they didn't do in the first and second is that um, they don't waste your time on juggling three, you know, workbenches. They actually let you um, disassemble and put back your weapons and use different parts you're finding throughout the game mm -hmm. to make different things. Oh, so, so they, yeah, they embrace the fact that he's an engineer more. Yes, much so. So they actually, uh, instead of having a plasma cutter, they can rotate. So like arm, arm, rotate, leg, leg. Mm -hmm. uh, there's two uh, rows of plasma things. So you get twice the hits mm -hmm. and you can change out your uh, little pistol, make it to a shotgun or change it. And you get this piece you find lying around because he's an engineer and it becomes this uh, sonic gun that blows everything on the ground. Or if these small, like, pus giant fat, like, monster things are coming at you with bellies full of, like, little spider things that can uh, reanimate dead tissue. Mm -hmm. um, you can uh, 1KO a room with this uh, giant, like, sonic beam. <sighs> Bless you. So it's really cool. That's, uh, and it also has the telekinetic stuff where you can p pick up limbs, rip them off of dead creatures or uh, gas tanks and throw them. So you're not using up all your ammo. Because it, it's not, like... Giving you ammo left and right, you can uh, run out very quick, especially if you're bad shot. And like I said, you have to like this dismember these things. And there's not just one in a room; you get at least a bunch. Especially when you get to find a horde or like you're getting towards a boss, they don't like. Oh, here's a drawer full of health, 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 health. No, here's a room full of fifty monsters all coming at you. But you, when you kill them, you got to stomp the hell out of their bodies. And usually because they're made out of old other people, they usually have stuff on them. So that's how you refinish your guy before a boss. You have to kill a room full of guys. Oh. Oh, how much I miss this game. I it's scary play. too, man. It's like, I remember the first one, like, I'm not playing this in the dark. No, that is a game you have to play in the dark with them. With them just oh, God, yeah, because it's so quiet. It is what um, uh, Samus would be if it was a rated R game. Mm -hmm. It's you in space. Uh, and oh god, it's so good with things coming at you. The, my favorite part of two is the hardest part of two is when you're walking down that the uh, the the abandoned train uh yeah train system, and it's like pitch black, and you cannot see anything in front of you. Oh, it's just your full gun. That's it. And then all of a sudden, you see the orange things glowing. Yeah, they got little, like bullet charging, points. And it's a freaking berserker, and you gotta like. You gotta kill that thing, and you're like, and it's. I think I think it's actually two berserkers, if I remember correctly. Because I'm like, oh no, 
Oh, there's law and two actually introduced uh the re regeneration ones like in Resident evil you can't kill these things you have to get the hell out of there you no, can, the first one introduced the regeneration. it did yeah damn it must have been towards the end but yeah like you can freeze them temporarily using your telekinesis and stuff but that only helps to open the door open the door mm -hmm. waiting waiting open the door open the door so it's a very intense game. I like it a whole lot. I'm glad yeah. I finally got three. I got it for a good deal. It's two because it's only about 2013 the last one came out, which sadly they, they don't make games like this no more. I don't know if they make um, uh, Silent Hill anymore like that. It would probably turn into a shooter. I know the Resident Evil came out, and it's basically uh, it brought back how it was, but I, I miss Bioware, the Canadian company. Uh, there's no talk about Dragon Age 4. Mass Effect. I, I still want to play Andromeda, but I need to get a Xbox One. But I'm not hearing the best things, but I'll love it regardless. But I wish there is a, a Dead Space 4 somewhere later on the horizon that I can play, because it is a great game. In fact, I'm going to give it an 8. Talking about... Oh, I did give it an 8. <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm a 7, though. It's such a good game. If you want to play a very good, scary movie for Halloween, or anytime where you want to play in the dark, and really think that there's necromorphs in your house and all these Zodenberg monsters play dead space one two and three um it's one big story which continues so i would start with one because you are the same character and it goes good but um that's another thing about like this game you can get the i actually got the armor from uh, mass effect in this one and you get a uh, the armor from Dragon Age and Mass Effect 3. It's, oh, God, I love that company. Yes, I love Bioware. It's a great. So I give it um, 8 out of 10 uh, acid-spitting uh, necromorphs. So definitely get the game. Nice. Yes. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I've been recently, I recently downloaded this uh, fighting game on my phone because I saw a little ad for it on Instagram, on right? Instagram. Yeah, I saw that yeah. too. And I'm like, eh, I'll give it a shot. And it's uh, called Power Rangers Legacy. Uh, I am a 90s kid, so I grew up on Power Rangers, you know. Green Ranger, my boy. Uh, yeah, so, no, no assassins stop him yet. Nope. <laughs> Why would you try to kill a guy who, has, who is, is actually a martial artist in real life? I'm like, oh, man, think about it. Think about it. Anyway, uh, so Power Rangers was my thing growing up. I liked it a little bit longer than I should have as a... As a child, like it took no me a while to, to to grow out of it, but uh, you know when uh, just a few years ago they put all the Power Rangers series. I mean, like I'm talking about all of them on Netflix, and me and my friends we got together and we watched the first two seasons of Power Rangers mm -hmm. over. We binged it. So what's what's the game like though? The game is very fun. It's just, it's a basic fighting game. It's like it's not it's nothing too special. It's not like a button master or anything like. They give you your combos. You have you have a little meter that that times up, and you, it costs points to. So it's kind of like a turn base. Kind, kind of, but and not it, really. Well, it's, but a, it's a it's a it's a real time turn base. It's kind of like uh, I don't know if you watched me playing Final Fantasy when it came out. Is it I like that? Final Fantasy. Where you can move around mm -hmm. and Freely, you can dodge yeah. attacks. And yeah. Fights, but you still gotta wait for the thing to come around. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it All is. Right. So yeah. it's it's a turn base, but yeah. real time. And they give you your combos and everything like that. And yeah. uh, so basically, uh. You know, what you you build your roster. You have three three characters. Uh, any character, they, uh, it unlocks characters for you. Was it uh, pick from a 
particular genre of the Power Rangers, or just it's all of them. It's a, it's every series that they have basically, okay. and, every, and even the new movies. It's, so you can build a roster from anything. Yeah, it's basically uh, it started because of the new movie. Uh, the your first characters you get are the new Power Ranger characters. Goldar, that's made out of gold. No, you don't get that Goldar. You get the original Goldar. You get you okay. get the. The flying monkey. So it's not just rangers. Then you can pick anybody. Yeah, you can you can pick villains as your uh, as your backup. You can you can pick villain as your main guy. Uh, you can pick. Uh, Sounds like the Gundam games that come out. Kind of. I go guess. the entire list of every single Gundam series. Yeah. So you, you it's just basically anything you want, uh, which is really fun. And uh, right now I, they just they just had a little Megazord event. Uh, it was like a a week long event where you got to actually fight with the Megazords, which was cool, but they only offered the original Megazord. You had to unlock other Megazords, but it, I don't know, I don't understand how you can unlock it, because it, you would literally have to play, like, Megazords all freaking day to, to be able to unlock it. Anyway. That's where they kind of get you on that, and then that's why people end up spending money. Not saying that they probably have money on it yet, but... No, they do. They, oh, uh, and that's probably they, why. They offer specially, like, yeah. so special windows to... Money, yeah. To buy, uh, you can buy like characters. Yeah, so that's that's where they get the little money grab thing. Yeah, so that's where it's kind of like the freemium route, but it's not not entirely. But hello, oh, we're live. Yeah, we're, we're live. live. Oh, oh I, we've been watching. Live. Nobody's watching. That's you fine. guys suck. So people are listening. Yeah. I don't care. Archive this. You guys suck. Anyway, so yeah, Power Rangers Legacy, fun game. Uh, haven't really. I've, I mean, I've been playing it for about two weeks already. Uh, yeah, I think it's safe enough for me to rate it. Uh, I would rate it about a seven power points out of ten. It's uh, cool. Definitely, definitely worth it. It's free to download. Doesn't cost you anything. Uh, it's pretty easy to master. And then if you, especially if you you're a fan of the classic series Power Rangers, it's definitely worth it because you get a lot of classic Power Rangers. I can't wait till I unlock the Green Ranger because I am going to own with the Green Ranger and the White Ranger. So, that was my video game review. Ah, uh, no one's watching. No one's watching. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want you to watch me anyway. Adrian. Yes. You have a video game. Yes. Correct. Hollywood Wives. Okay. Um. No. Um. Mine is on uh, Shadow of War from the. I don't say Lord of the Rings thing, but in a sense, well. Shadow of War is based off the whole Lord of the Rings genre. Uh, it's actually really, really enjoyable. I just started it not too long ago. I've been playing quite a few hours already. Um, the story is actually, you know, pretty good for what they actually are showing. Uh, it's a very open world, so you don't actually have to maintain the main story right off the bat. You can do all the side stuff you want, which I like in games, but at the same time, I don't kind of because. It really takes away from the story sometimes, because by the time you get back to the story after doing all this side stuff, you're like, oh shit, what's going on? <laughs> you know? Is, it, is there like a little like hint box that lets you know when uh, you're you know, pausing? It's, uh, what do I say? It's, it's very open world, which like I said, like I like, but it's, uh, it reminds me of Assassin's Creed as it started going like further and further and having more, more expansive world and stuff like that, and lots of side quests, side stories, where sometimes you can get a little lost in the story because you're trying to remember so much. And I'm, like I said, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just sometimes when I when I like do so much, and then when I actually do the story, I'm like, man, that's a really sh small sh short cutscene of story. 
then I'm like, well, you know, if I was just playing through the story and just continuing the story over and over again, I'd be seeing a lot of cutscenes and getting story all at once uh, rather than in spurts because you can run around and you can defend an entire city, you can take on entire groups, tribes, are there like uh, chiefs, stuff like that. Uh, my buddy of mine was telling me about this. Are the bosses hard? You know what? They can be if you're if you're unfamiliar with the game and you're just jumping right in. Yeah, you probably gonna die a lot against okay. certain like war chiefs or captains and all that stuff. Cause he told me if you but lose to one, sorry, if you lose to one, that actually the bosses get stronger. Yeah, it's it's just like the first one and that one. The the promotion goes up pretty quick for each individual person. Like if you die to certain captains, they'll be, you know, they'll raise in rank and level. Um, some guys are a lot harder than others. Some guys are just super easy to beat. Um, I say the level up system is interesting. I've leveled up really quick just doing all the side stuff. Uh, I don't want to say I'm overpowered, but I don't really fear like the average orc, really. <laughs> I just kind of like, I mean, that's kind of the fun part too, though, because you're like ripping through guys and, you know, it never gets old to just keep decapitating and killing tons of guys over and over again. Uh, it is a little repetitive in that aspect, though. But like I said, if you get fluid with it and stuff like that, it never really gets boring. Just repetitive. So. Makes sense. Uh, and it's open world? Yeah, it's open world. I've, I've only discovered two places so far, which is the original spot that you go to and then the second area. And now I've gone back to the first place because that's where the story took me. But I zoomed out on the map and, I mean, there's, like, an entire... Like, I've probably only covered, like, 10% of the Jesus, map. like Skyrim and uh, Breath of the Wild I've already huge? ran through a place twice. I mean, they're not massive places, but I've already ran through them twice. And when I zoomed out, I was just like... Uh, it, it zooms out into a world map but it'll show like little sections of like castles like sticking out a little bit. So you have to like zone into those areas. So it's not like when you zoom out on the map, that's everything you can discover. It'll take you into an area and then the map of the area will pick up and you know, it covers a lot of ground. So it's pretty big. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious to see how far it gets. Uh, from what I saw on the level up system, you can eventually ride dragons and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Like you can ride okay, souls, yeah. Skyrim! Gorgs, dragons, all sorts of stuff like that. Can you ride dragons in Skyrim? Yes. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, but technically for lore wise, Lord of the Rings came first. So. I don't know. I don't even know if Lord of the Rings. I, know, I mean, I, I thought Smog was the last. Oh, wait, it's not canon, never mind. Because mm -hmm. I was going to say Smog was the last great. But if, great if dragon, it's just going so. up for review, I'm, I'm not that far into it. The combat's really easy flowing, uh, very. Quick, not quick time, but very uh, mixture between Assassin's Creed and Arkham. You know, really, those are great controls. Yeah, so it's kind of fluid like that. So it's it's very fluid, very easy to to, to get used to. Um, so if, if if someone's just coming into it, I don't see a really big wall that you'll have to go past <laughs> to like really figure it out. I can see how some people that maybe younger people that aren't as attuned to gaming or something like that might have a little trouble. Because there's so much stuff you can do with the character. Like, when you start unlocking everything, you get so many different abilities that, you know, you probably lose track. And if you're someone that's played the original one like I did, once you get certain abilities, like like I said, certain captains I can defeat really easy. Like, nothing. I just hop around them, freeze them, do all the stuff to them. Okay, because I've never seen any footages. I just, it's just word of mouth from other people I talk to. Um, hey, come over next time. I'll show you. Yeah. So, uh, God, is it? Are you are you controlling an army, or are you just a single dude? Right now, I'm just Talion. Uh, I haven't. I don't think I've gotten to that part of the story where you start, because uh, I haven't got that ability yet, where you could uh, 
start commanding the orcs to do your bidding. So I'm, I'm assuming that's going to progress with the story. Because in the, in, in the original one, it, it was an ability you got fairly soon in the game. Uh, you can still interrogate them, but right now I'm, I haven't gotten to the, you know, okay. making them my slaves portion of the game. Uh, but overall, I'd say the game, right now, as the game's going right now, I give it like a nice solid, you know, eight and a half, maybe nine. Really? Yeah, I, 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 I want to see where it leads. Obviously, I'll probably grade it better, but right now, just starting off-wise, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, like I said, there's a little bit of repetitive gameplay, but I don't hate it. But that's why I say, you know, eight, eight and a half, nine so far, because the game's fun. Good. That's what you got to look for. Yeah. Cool. So that's, that's pretty much it. That's the best review I can give it so far. Yeah, I never. Yeah, because I want to play it when I can. So I gotta look it up on um, some clips and see what it looks like. Cause I have a vision in my head, but I I gotta see what it really looks like. Cause I played other Lord of the Rings games, like Lord of the Rings games, and they're very bad. There's there's a lot of running around in that game. Uh, that's fine, man. Backtrack, you running back here. I don't mind that. Not, but what I like about it, it's the game's not forcing you to have to backtrack. I mean, there's stuff you need to go get if you want to go get it, but it's not like go for missions you know it's like go for this now go for that yeah now travel all the way back over here because you have to go pick up this item and then come all the way back to deliver it no you can fast travel so you don't have to and running around is really easy plus you can jump to the air and do a double jump that gets you even further are you human yeah well you're a human in half you have a what do they call those orc no 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 when they're dead but they're spirits what do they call them Oh, God, I don't know about Lord of the Rings lore. style thing. Well, that's kind of what, um, Celebrimbor, I think is how you say his name. It's the elf that's inside you. It's the spirit of the elf inside you. That's why Italian's so powerful. Plus, Italian's dead without him, you know. Because there's a part at the beginning, it's not really a spoiler, because it happens at the very beginning where, uh, he gets pulled out of Italian, and then, uh, the spider queen releases him, and tells him to go back to the human, you know, to keep him alive. Because at one point after he, she pulls him out of you, you start to bleed from the neck again. Because that's where his throat was slit in the original one. So he starts to die again. And the elf's the only thing keeping him alive is the spirit of the elf. So, uh, it's a good story though, right? Yeah, it's a good story. Sounds yeah. good. At least in the first one it was good. The, the first one ended a little bit anticlimactic, I want to say. Or at least it was, you know, boss fight wasn't exactly hard. I beat him, <laughs> I beat him really easy and I was like, oh, that was it. Okay. Done. Credits. Yeah. But this one has a lot more to offer, it seems like. So so far, so good. I can't wait to start building on my army and stuff like that. So that's the part I'm looking forward to. Cool. So I'm like, oh, I got it. It sounds good, man. You have to act like it gives you more. Mm-hmm. That sounds nice. Yeah, for what they build on in the original one, they've added a lot more already. Just alone playing it. Anyways, yeah. But Pretty good. I got to check it out. So uh, that's pretty much it for our show. It's a record. We finished within an hour and six minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, contest. Did anybody win it? No one won it. No, I, it wasn't even that hard. What was the name? The contest uh, quote was, uh, "I kick ass for the Lord." Where's it from? You guys don't know it, Adrian. It's from Dead Alive. You guys ever seen Dead Alive? No. You never seen Dead Alive? That is the most gorgeous, bloodiest uh, zombie movie. There's actually a part where like two zombies have sex and they make a zombie baby, and the guy tries to take it out for some reason to be like normalish. 
and then it kills a bunch of people and like they beat the hell out of the baby and then like it kills people oh god it's so good and eventually at the end hordes of zombies come and he just gets a lawnmower and just picks it up and the blades are spinning he just drives through them all and it's like blood everywhere it's one of those uh, followed by a certain fan base type movies what do you call it Cult? Yeah, a, cult a very cult following. following. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen the cover. It's the one where the the person's like holding her lips as a skeleton. About. I'm just saying, I, I hear it's it's got a cult following too because of how ludicrous the movie is. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I forgot who the person was who um directed it. It's a famous director, not Sam Raimi, Peter Jackson. Oh yeah, I think it's a New Zealand movie, right? No, it's eh? pretty old now. Yeah, not super old, but yeah, I think it was uh, Peter Jackson. Okay, I remember I think someone that was his first movie. Yeah. Right. Was it that or yeah, maybe bad taste? A little bit more universally known for the next competition. Not like no man. Easy. If it's too easy, then people say, know it. I thought a lot of people know this one. Dude, I I only know about that movie because of, I think probably watch Mojo because <laughs> I think it was probably in the top ten of something. But um, yeah, I'm just saying if if it's a cult following movie, you know some people aren't gonna know it. Well, I put out stuff before that was pretty hard, and people got it like that, and I put. That's true, he has actually. Just saying. Just stuff I didn't even know. Yeah. Got it. But anyway, they didn't get it. So thank you for listening to our Halloween special. Not really much of a scary one, but yeah. Boom. <laughs> Look under your sheets tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so they Get out of get out and get the sheets, Mom. What is it from uh, Scary Movie 2? Like your mother's down here. Do you want, want to say anything? Like, yes, please get out of... Can you please get out of here? I'm working here. Mm. You're no fun. God, that was like, what? That's an old one. There's a mic. Who? I know. Scary movie, too. I haven't seen that in years. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening to us. That's um, the show. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We still have stuff. We put up all of that. Listen to us on iTunes. Join our Facebook, Facebook page. Talk to us on there. Follow us on, don't want to follow us on Twitter. That's not very active right now. We got more stuff coming on. Um, Think about creating one sp- specifically for Nerdy Geek or Freaky. I have one that's specifically for Nerdy Geek or Freaky. It's still linked to my account. I just never post on there. Twitter? <laughs> yeah, there I'll you go. i you the password and all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I, uh, iTunes. And we got more stuff coming on YouTube I soon. YouTube. Which is going to be fun. We yeah. talked about last episode. Uh, it's still a prototype, but once we put it up, we're gonna try to put some yeah, shorter stuff. Oh, on. I don't think we we announced it because we haven't done an episode since we recorded that. We're doing uh, this thing called the uh, NGF Movie Night, where we uh, watch a movie and commentate. It as it goes yeah, along. we commentate it, comment on it as as it's, <laughs> as we watch it. I think it's funny. Uh, yeah, and the this one we the first one we did was actually the 1989 Batman. With Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, so and well, the rest. Yeah. It's pretty much it's pretty much ready to go. Just gotta create a little outro for it, and then it's gonna get uploaded to the YouTube page. Hopefully within the next week. You tell them what they have to kind of do along with it, unless you can put it in the description when you write it out. Yeah, I'll but put they it. Have to watch. I'll post it onto the. It's onto on to the, a timer yeah. with the movie, so you actually have to yeah. watch the movie. Yeah, I'll put. Uh, we we timed it. I think it in the first thirty seconds. I say yeah. when when we do it, but I'll put the the. The I'll, description in yeah, it. I'll put it in the description. Like, set your 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 movie to DVR, start. DVR, your, your your DVD, whatever you got to start at the VCR. If you get hey, if you gotta whip out the VCR and watch this movie with us, go for it. I I used to have the VHS. I'm the one having to do it, but I used to have it. God, that was a good VHS. Yeah.
All right. Well, thank you for listening to us. I'm William Jerk. I'm Mike. And I'm Adrian. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Oh, good night. We didn't even know this night here. We did it again. Well, good afternoon. Good, good. If I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.